Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. I program here called the Mariner's Call. Uh, it's my honor, my privilege, my opportunity to be with you by means of radio. Thank you for just being there. In the book of Matthew, what I'd like to do at this particular time is take you down to the sea. Can I do that? Take you down to the sea all the way. Matthew chapter 1, 2, 3, and then chapter 4. I want to take you all the way down to verse 18 and take you to the seashore of the Sea of Galilee. I hope our time, we're catching you just right. Some people say, uh, Brother Mon, we listen to you while driving down the road. Brother Mon, we listen to you uh, in our house. And uh, I wish somebody from time to time would say, Brother Mon, we listen to you on the boat or <laughs> from the boat. But it's just good that you're there. If ever we can help you, please, we're as close as the keyboard. F-O-M-M, the part of that World Wide Web, F-O-M-M dot O-R-G. That'll bring you directly to us here at Fishers of Men Ministries uh, International. The book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 4, begin reading at verse 18. Where's Jesus? And Jesus walking by the Sea of Galilee. Oh, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea. For they were fishers. And he said unto them, Follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. What? Uh, fishermen? Jesus now has left uh, Nazareth and uh, Jerusalem, and he appears in Galilee. His ministry is starting. He needs disciples, preachers, those who will be witnesses of his power. And uh, this call came to uh, an unusual group of men. In fact, the Sea of Galilee, where were these called from? It says, and Jesus walking by the Sea of Galilee. <laughs> What's he doing up there? Our Savior, why is he not, uh, maybe, why did he not go to Herod's court for the noble and the mighty? Why didn't he just appear there in uh, Jerusalem to the chief priest, men of the book, men of renowned abilities? as far as religion is concerned. But he's here by the Sea of Galilee. Are you, you listening to me? Such a common place. And then he appears to Peter and Andrew. These are just two old, these are just two old fishermen. Now, I don't know how old they were. They were not too old because their brother James and John had their father with them in verse 21. But uh, uh, these men were just a pair of brothers. Uh, we'll read in just a few moments. These were fishermen. They were poor. They were unlearned in the sense that they were a product, not a product of books. Men of labor, uh, maybe accustomed to hardships, maybe good ground to cultivate. Simple, hardworking men in a common area. That's where we find our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Their call was to follow Christ. The result was they left all and followed him. But I want to make reference to verse 21 to James and John. It says in verse 21, And going on from thence he saw other two brethren, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, these were fishermen too, in a ship with Zebedee, their father. And what were they doing? Taking a nap. No. They were eating a sandwich. No. They were talking to other fishermen. No. It says in verse 21, it says, With Zebedee their father, mending their nets, 
and he called them. Now, I like that because I can identify with that. They were in their boat mending their nets. Now, what's the purpose of doing so? All right. Uh, we think about the importance as far as a fisherman is concerned, uh, the importance of keeping his net mended. Uh, Zebedee evidently had taught these two, James and John, the importance of such. What's the big deal with maintenance on a net? Well, if you don't take care of the net, my friend, what's going to happen, you're going to wind up being a loser. You'll lose seafood product, you'll lose finances, you'll lose your equipment, you'll lose your reputation, you'll lose your opportunity and desire. Holes in a physical net for a fisherman, my friend, that's not good. You said, why? Once again, you're going to lose your seafood product. I have personally put out sometimes anywhere from 1,000 to 2,000 feet of gill net, just like a fence. We've seen fish. And you see a good number of fish, what we would call a school of fish. And there we would take and put the net around them just like you would take and uh, surround cattle. And uh, the fish is now on the inside. And they're running as fast as they can run. And they see that they've been trapped. Now, you know, the next thing that they do, they give up. No, <laughs> no, not at all. What they do, they go around the net looking for a way out. They're looking for holes. And my friend, if my net had not been patched, uh, mended well, uh, they would find different places in the net, and they would go out of the holes. I have stood on the bow of a little fishing boat that I had and uh, watch as the net was put over in water that was very clear. Watch the fish go around the net and then see them find the holes and just go out the holes as fast as they could go. What was I doing? Oh, I was suffering loss, a loss of seafood product, and not only a loss of seafood product, but also it meant loss of funds. I had circled a 1,000 pounds of fish. Now, if my net had been all intact, perfect, you know, I could have had a thousand pounds of fish. And a thousand pounds of fish would bring me X amount of monies. But a lot of the fish got away. Now, instead of having a thousand pounds, I had 600 pounds. I had lost 400 pounds of fish. How is that going to affect me? Finances. When I go to the dock, my friend, what as far as money is concerned, would I get more money for a thousand pounds or would I get <laughs> the same amount of money for 600 pounds? No, I get paid for that that I catch. So uh, as far as the Bible is concerned, in the Bible it's so good that there's instruction here for us, even though we some 2,000 years uh, from the passage here in Matthew chapter 4. What are you talking about, Brother Mon? My life. My friend, my life is like a net. And as far as responsibility is concerned, God has called us as believers, if you are a believer, to be a fisher of men. All right? I need to watch that my life is maintained in the sense there's not holes in my life or else souls are going to slip through my hands and it's going to affect me at the judgment seat of Christ. You understand what I'm talking about? Isn't it good that God will not only save you by his grace through his son, Jesus Christ, but he'll reward you for service? He'll reward you for laboring for him. You know, there's a reward for soul winning. 
winning people to Christ, special rewards? What about at the judgment seat of Christ? If some of these fish had just slipped through our hands, we're going to suffer loss there. So it's important. The mending business is so important. Uh, do you understand now? So that's one of the things that my father years ago first taught me how to do is to mend all the net, make sure the holes that were there, that was big enough, that would let the seafood product out, make sure I kept that mended. As far as my life, daily, I need to make sure, Lord, please help me to see myself, help me to see my life, what it really is. Uh, really, I'm an epistle known and read of all men. Now, there's no problem with the gospel net. No problem with that. It's those of us that represent this gospel sometimes that people do not understand and they're turned off. What about a fisherman? It's important for him to mend his nets. Zebedee, you're a good father. You taught these boys well, you know. For our Father, our Heavenly Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, yes, through his Son, he teaches us, my friend, the importance of staying clean, mending all, as far as my life is concerned, the blood of Christ not only forgives sin, but it cleanses us from all unrighteousness. You know, a fisherman that doesn't keep his net mended will eventually lose his equipment. Let me make an astounding statement. Small holes become bigger ones. Isn't that true as far as your clothing is concerned? A fisherman's net, if there's just a small hole, maybe it's just, a, maybe it's just three or four meshes that have been torn. What happens as you run that net out of the boat from time to time and pull on the net back and forth, it becomes bigger and bigger to where eventually the net becomes worthless and weak and laid aside. You know, we do the nets that just been wore out. We just pull them and lay them up on the dock. They just sort of sit there and lay there in the sun until we can take the cork line and the lead line off and put new netting in there. We just laid on the dock worthless. Now, what about my life? Oh, I want to make sure that there's not holes in my life that might hurt and destroy the temple of the Holy Spirit. Let me just suggest and hint at a couple of things. Maybe there's holes of bad habits. Uh-oh. Holes of poor health. Uh-oh, holes of family neglect, you know. I need to ask God, please, Lord, remind me of these things that I might see them for what they really are because, Lord, I don't want to wind up losing my life. I've seen people who got away from God. They eventually lost their health. Are you listening? It's kind of like a fisherman. He didn't keep his net repaired, so the holes got bigger and bigger, and where the net was just worthless, it was no good anymore. I don't want to get to where that's true. I don't want to be laid aside. I don't want to get into God's mothball fleet, you know, where I'm put up on a shelf some way. I don't want to be a castaway. I want to be used for the Savior. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So make sure all daily you ask God, please, the Lord, help with help me in this matter of seeing myself for what I really am and to help me with these holes in my life that need to be daily mended, you know. The last thing, let me just say this. With Zebedee, their father, mending their nets, it's important to mend the nets. Why? Yes, you're going to lose seafood product 
You're going to lose finances. You're going to lose your equipment. But you know, for a fisherman, if he doesn't do a good job with his boat and his nets, he loses his reputation. You know, you walk down to a dock where there are a lot of commercial fishing boats, and you know, fishermen know one another. They know the man whose boat is not in good shape, and his nets are not in good shape, and he doesn't produce very much seafood product. People know that. And uh, they look at the particular person and kind of laugh. Oh, for the child of God, I don't want that to ever happen to me. Now, I don't have a reputation, but I have a testimony. I don't want to lose my testimony by having people to look my way and see someone whose life is full of holes. I believe a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. Was it said of O Enoch? He had this testimony before God that he pleased God. That's what I want. As far as my testimony is concerned, I don't want to lose that. I know I cannot lose Bible salvation because that comes from God, but I could lose my testimony. Oh, God, help me to see myself for what I really am and then confess this to God to have him to repair us daily. Isn't it good that God can repair? Oh, he's done that throughout the Bible. I need to make sure that I understand it's important to stay in the mending business. Now, until next week, the same time, this is Fisher Munn saying goodbye.